Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Carrie Vitt. Carrie is a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, cookbook author, and expert in thyroid and adrenal health. And as you know, she's my sister. In this episode, Carrie takes on the age-old problem of getting your kids to eat their vegetables and when it may not be appropriate to force the issue. This is a very practical episode for parents that have been frustrated with this. And I think it may provide you with a few extra tools for raising healthy kids. So now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Carrie, I think we've all been told, eat your veggies, right? Yes. Since we're a little, how do you get kids to eat <laughs> vegetables? Yes. Good question. And I have two girls who are now in college. So I was able to experience this through the different life stages. First of all, I will say, if you have young kids, start them young. I wish I'd, I'd known some of that is to start introducing bitter flavors, sour flavors. You know, obviously they get enough of the sweet from fruit and things like that. Um, but that way they're going to be um, adjusted to different kinds of flavors and things like that. And then, you know, as they're getting older, let's say you have kids in grade school and you're like, well, I miss that, you know, or your kids right now are just not really wanting to eat them. Uh, like studies have shown that you have to put us food in front of a kid up to like 10 to 15 times until they'll eat it. So uh, Hannah, my oldest, she went through a phase where she just really didn't want to eat vegetables. But what I did, I read that study. And so I just kept putting it on her plate and putting it on her plate. I didn't say anything. I didn't force her to eat it. I just kept putting it on her plate. And after a few weeks, she started eating it. And uh, so it was kind of cool to see that play out in real life. She did later in high school. Thank me for that. She was like, I was so picky. Like, thank you for just continuing to put those things in front of me. Cause she's like, I don't know what I'd be eating if you hadn't done that. You know, so you don't, um, you don't think telling kids you need to eat the, the vegetables. You can't get up until you eat this many bites is a good thing to do. I don't know. I, I really think that just continuing to put it in front of them and I don't know. That's, that is a hard one. It is a hard one because you want them to eat what's in front of them and be thankful and things like that and nourish their bodies. Right. But sometimes kids are going through things where their body doesn't want that certain kind of food and, th and they'll know that they're going to gravitate towards what they're wanting. And so I, now that my kids are older, I think I would have, you know, instead just put those foods continue to put it in front of them and because there were times when I was like no you have to eat all of your food when they were really little uh and then after I read that study it was like oh I just need to keep putting it in front of them and then it it changed so that's a tough question um but I think you know kids will gravitate towards what they want and so I think we need to kind of keep that in mind and keep offering them the healthy foods Excessive soreness after a workout is not a badge of honor. It's actually a sign that you are overloading your body and in turn diminishing long-term health and fitness gains. My new app, AIM7, fixes this problem by turning wearable data into personalized exercise recommendations that layer on top of popular exercise programs that you already love, like Apple Fitness Plus, Peloton, or F45. These recommendations prevent burnout and improve long-term fitness. Then we pick up where wearables fail and we teach you how to fix your most pressing wellness issues, such as improving sleep, 
energy, or reducing stress. To get access to this exclusive program, go to www.aim7.com. That's AIM7.com and sign up now. There are limited spots available each month, so sign up now and reserve your spot. Now, back to the show. Is there a certain way that you like to present these things like cut versus whole, or do you mix them together or any suggestions on like making it available and accessible? Yeah. I mean, especially when they're like cooked and stuff. Uh, I mean, kids are going to like the cooked vegetables a little bit more and put some healthy fat on it. We need those fat soluble vitamins anyways. You know, we want to be eating those vegetables with fat so our body can use the fat soluble vitamins. So just like giving them a raw stock of broccoli, like, that's not exactly even appetizing for an adult usually. Right. So no. <laughs> cook, yeah, cook it up in a little bit of butter, put some salt on it. You know, if they love lemon, let them squeeze a little lemon on top. Uh, and then that way they're going to, they're going to want those foods more because they're seasoned and cooked well. And also just getting them involved in the process, letting them chop things, letting them stir things, letting them stand next to you at the stove. I mean, my girls were using, I taught them how to safely use a paring knife by the time they were six, you know, and, uh, and then they were more involved and then they wanted to eat those foods more. This is really good wisdom. I think a lot of parents struggle with this. I know that we do. Um, You know, our kids will go through phases where it's like they love bell peppers for some reason. They love tomatoes. They'll go eat those by the handful. But then it's like anything green. It's like, no. And and I don't know. It's just and then sometimes. Yeah. So I think the idea of putting a little bit of fat like a little bit of like, you know, grass fed butter or something like that on there to make it more palatable yeah. is a good idea. And then just being consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is- and oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Go. I mean, I'm not a fan of like, you know, hiding all the things, you know, like in brownies and stuff like that, but I am, you know, like smoothies, most kids love smoothies and it is a great way to get in like some vegetables and, and things like that. And meatloaf, if you find like a good, I have a good meatloaf recipe on my site, uh, but that's a great way. It's got carrots and it has celery and it has onions and all sorts of things in it. And so I making dishes that have like a lot of vegetables in them combined with the fat combined with the protein. That's also another great way to like get those foods in and it not just be like a carrot on their plate. You know what I mean? Do you have smoothie recipes on your website? I do. Yeah. My strawberry protein shake, that's the one that's like the most popular and it's strawberries and you can do like raw milk or if you need to do a coconut milk or something like that. And I add in some extra ingredients in there that you'll have to go check out that help just bump up that nutrient density. One of them is egg yolks. Uh, Raw egg yolks are an incredibly healthy food. They're actually a great first food for babies, which is pretty incredible. It's got omega-3s and choline and iodine and all sorts of things. Put a raw one in a smoothie. You can't taste it. Okay. It makes a smoothie more creamy. And then you've just added a wealth of nutrients to, to the smoothie. I, my kids, we've done that, you know, their whole life and now they're in college and they make their own smoothies and they have the egg yolks still. (laughs) Sounds like something I'm going to have to try this summer. We got one of those like a ninja, like, you know, amazing Vitamix things, whatever. I don't know what brand it is, but we'll definitely have to give that a shot. So if you want to learn more about like the recipes that she's talking about, it's deliciouslyorganic.com. I have a link in the show notes. Carrie has a ton of recipes for free on the site. 
As a matter of fact, uh, my wife and I were laying in bed the other night. We we're talking about something we have to do on the weekend. And my wife was like, well, where's Carrie when you need her? And I was just thinking, <laughs> I think there's weather, you know, there's recipes on the website. So go check it out. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. If you found today's podcast valuable, and I hope that you did, would you please consider leaving us a comment and a review in the Apple Podcast app, as this is one of the best ways that you can help support the show. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.